Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'm going to be going over my best rap features, best rap uh, end of the year lists. I'm going to start the first half of the end of the year list with best rap features, best rap hooks, verses, uh, and all that good shit. Viewed music videos, we're going to get all into that in throughout this episode. But obviously before we get in there, um, I just want to say happy holidays. I uh, hope you guys had a great Christmas yesterday. Uh, I certainly did have uh, a good time. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have the family come over to the crib to all celebrate together. But, uh, you know, COVID wants to be a bitch and not let that happen. But that does not stop uh, the spirit of Christmas Um and so hopefully, I hope you guys had a great time spending with your family or whether you were by yourself, you know, I get it. You know, I know the holiday season isn't always as cheerful as people present it to be. I know a lot of people are out there that probably don't have a family and, you know, they're truly like have nowhere to be, nowhere to go. It's just, you know, lonely over there in this world for certain people that, you know, may not have a great Christmas like I did or for other people. But I just want to say, hope you guys enjoyed. Hope y'all y'all got what y'all wanted. If not, give you know, gave people what they wanted, you know. And certainly, let's just say I I definitely enjoyed my Christmas, and so hopefully you guys uh as well. And the New Year's man, New Year's is coming pretty soon. It's around the end of the almost the end of the week. Uh, we're entering the weekend into twenty twenty two, so Saturday will officially be January. First, damn, that's insane. 2022, damn. Well, we only have a couple more days of 2021, so let's get to enjoy it. And uh, before we get there, of course, let's talk about the NBA scores. We had five Christmas games to go over from yesterday. We had the Hawks losing to the Knicks, 101-87. We also had the Bucks defeating and coming back from a deficit uh, beating the Celtics 117-113. We also had the Warriors defeating the Suns 116-107. Steph Curry, I believe, had 36 points that game. Uh, the Nets defeating the Lakers 122-115. LeBron has been playing great these last couple weeks. And the Lakers have not been playing great. Uh, Russell Westbrook pretty much sold the game, missing a wide-open layup, wide-open dunk. Uh yeah, so many bad mistakes for this Lakers team. They need to fix. They need to fix things very quickly because they're not looking good right now. Uh, and yeah, it was it was a close game for the most part, but they still looked pretty bad. So yeah, Lakers need to make some adjustments. <laughs> do they gotta do they gotta trade Russell Russell Westbrook because it doesn't look like it's turning out perfectly? I guess, but we'll have to wait and see. And then finally, the Jazz took over business and defeated the Mavericks 120 to 116. So today we have eight more games. We have the Heat and the Magic, who the game just ended actually. The Heat actually won that game 93 to 83. Sixers, Wizards right now playing. Raptors, Cavaliers playing. Grizzlies, Kings at the moment is about to start. Pistons, Spurs at seven. Pelicans and Thunder at seven. Pacers, Bulls at eight. And the Nuggets, Clippers at nine. And we have. Seven more games tomorrow and blah, 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 blah. So current standings, the Nets are number one, the Bulls number two, and the Eastern Conference, obviously, number three, Bucks, number four, Heat, number five, Cavs, number six, Wizards, number seven, Sixers, uh, number eight, Hornets, number nine, Celtics, number 10, Raptors, number 11, Hawks, number 12, Knicks, number 13, Pacers, number 14, Magic, and number five, 15, the five-win team in the NBA Detroit Pistons. And then the West, we got first place, obviously, for the Golden State Warriors after defeating the Suns yesterday. The Suns in second place now. The Jazz are in third. The Grizzlies are in fourth. The Clippers are in fifth. The Nuggets are in sixth. The Lakers are in seventh, even though they're 16 and 18 and have been on a five-game losing streak. But the Mavericks and the Grizzlies, I mean, the Mavericks and the Timberwolves, who are eight and nine, they've also been kind of been struggling as well. The Spurs, 10th seed. The 11th seed goes to the Blazers, 13-19. The Kings, 12. The Pelicans, 13. The Thunder, 14. And then the Rockets at 15. So 
those are the current standings, current seedings for each team in the NBA. Now, there's obviously football going on, but I'll get to talk about that early tomorrow. I'm going to do an early episode tomorrow, probably like at 6, 7 in the morning. I mean that I mean that damn early. And obviously it's winter break. I haven't been able to wait. You think I'm gonna wake up that early for six AM to do nothing? No. I gotta go on the road for a couple of days. So I will get an episode out tomorrow, but early, 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 early in the morning. So that way I'm not tempted to, you know, go all the way to Tampa to record an episode. If I could do that Wednesday, hopefully I could. But then Wednesday we'll be heading back. Maybe Tuesday. We'll have to wait and see. But either way, even if I don't do a podcast or an episode during my tenure there in, in Tampa for a couple of days, I'll just get one done by the end of tomorrow morning before I'm on my way over there. So, yeah. Anyways, let's get into the episode. So we have best rap features, best rap hooks, best rap music videos or in general music videos in general. So. I already have my list combined. I have a bunch of shit to write down to. So let's just get straight into it. Let's start off first with the best rap features. There has been so many features this year uh, that has really made a song better and have really or either made carry the song or just made the song 10 times better. Uh, I think features are very important for a lot of uh, artists and, 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 and their, you know, collaboration, if they really fit together in, in, in the song, do they have better chemistry if they continue to work together and certain artists, whether they may not have the best chemistry, they, either they're just going to show off and, you know, go all out on these features. But these are some of the best this entire year. Um, I definitely could be missing some because trust me, there has been more amazing features that I heard than the ones that I made on the list, but come on, these are probably the most, these are probably the ones that you instantly think of throughout the whole year. So let's get on straight to the honorable mentions. So first we got a uh, pop smoke on clueless from the hall of fame album from Polo G. I do like the hook and everything. The verse was cool. Definitely enjoyed that one. Who Wants Smoke Remix, I did like 21 Dirk and Herb on the song. So I just put a three-way tie between them. They all killed it on the remix. Uh, Pride is the Devil by Lil Baby, another great feature from Lil Baby. The the transition to get to his verse was fantastic. Uh, Juggernaut by Lil Uzi Vert. I could also put Juggernaut with Pharrell as well, so I'll combine those two together. Both created the atmosphere of the song, did justice for that beat. Knife Talk. Uh, specifically 21 Savage, obviously. He did the hook, but it was Drake's song still. And uh, 21 bodied this shit. This is this is 21 Savage's, you know, lane. So obviously, no wonder he, he was going to body a beat like that. Um, but speaking of Drake, he also carried the fuck out of Over the Top uh, with Smiley. So Smiley is the artist uh, who made this fuck-ass song. Or he happened to be on this fuck-ass song. But Drake happenedly was like, okay, I don't know why I signed this dude. But let me just put out probably one of my hottest verses in years. This man, Over the Top. This song is fucking trash. But Drake's get, but Drake gets on it, and it kind of changes your, your feeling about it. You're kind of like, okay, and if you do return to this song, it's pretty much because of Drake. Or if, Smiley, if you're, you know, really mentally... Uh, disabled but you know drake absolutely carried this song just no doubt about it uh but this is still one of the worst songs of the year i just put it because drake really fucking carried the shit out of this song but anyways bra remix by denzel curry incredible go listen to it flow switches impeccable go listen to it hurricane by the weekend a huge standout a huge feature on that donda album with a bunch of features who have you know pretty much did their thing I mean, obviously, there's still a few to be mentioned later in this part of the episode, but Hurricane's definitely one of them. Is it top 10 for me? Not really, because The Weeknd didn't have a... Uh, he just did the hook, but that hook alone was still good enough to make to the honorable mentions. It was amazing. Uh, speaking of more Donda features, Don Tolliver on Moon, God fucking damn. Again, amazing chorus. He sounded heavenly, but he didn't have a verse, so I kind of had to put in the honorable mention. Uh, shoot my shot, 
from Offset, even though this is IDK's song from his new album, You See For Yourself. Oh, God, the beat is fantastic. I love the fucking beat. And Offset's flow, you know, it's it's always great how he switches it up and just speeds it up and then speeds it down. It's incredible. So, for sure. Back in Blood by Lil Durk. Uh, at the, the first time I heard this song, I wasn't a big fan, but it definitely grew on me. And Back in Blood is... It's fire. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. This song is really fucking good. The piano instrumental, the, the whole, the production, it, it, it's it's great. Even though it's not really, uh, it doesn't stand out too much. And it's pretty simple. I do really just like the way they just kind of put it together. It worked pretty well. And Pusheist, even though I didn't like his uh, project that he dropped this year, obviously Back in Blood is a huge standout in that track. Uh, every chance that I get... Lil Durk and Lil Baby, I mean, DJ Khaled's song, but DJ Khaled doesn't rap, so obviously this is just Baby's and Dirk's song, so I guess I don't even consider them features, but whatever, both killed it, Lil Baby especially, Lil Baby killed this song, so yeah, another great song, another great feature that Lil Baby smoked on. Gang gang Bang, I was about to say Gang Bang, holy shit, Gang Gang by Lil Wayne, this is a feature from, uh, again, on from Polo G's song. From Hall of Fame, Polo G wasn't that fantastic, but he also wasn't that bad on the song. I did kind of like the chorus a little bit, but once Wayne got in, it was a different ball game. It was a different song. When Wayne entered to that booth and recorded his verse on this track, it was completely different. It all switched the whole thing for this song. Lil Wayne pretty much carried it. Outside by Blueface. Uh, I have not heard much of Blueface this year because... Well, Blueface has kind of fallen off. You know, you get what I'm saying? Uh, it's been around two years since I've kind of been into the Blueface era. I mean, he was... I would never forget that I listened to a lot of Blueface my freshman year of high school. I will definitely not forget that. But um, I'm a senior now, and he happens to be on my best rap feature on the song Outsiders by Bobby Millions. This is actually one of his best like appearances, best songs he's been on. This is probably his, this is not even his own song, but this is actually a pretty decent feature, so I gotta put it up there. Considering it's Blueface, and you're not expecting a, a crazy feature from Blueface. So, I guess it's a very unexpected pick here, but again, not honorable mention, so it's decent enough to be here. Uh, Matt Hardy, 999, and the feature is obviously Juice World from the new Trippy Red album, uh, Trip at Night. Yeah, man, uh, I love Juice World and, and Trippy Red's chemistry together. They ba- they both make bangers. And this was nothing short of it. This is probably my favorite song or my second favorite song off of the new Trippy, uh, the new Trippy Red album. So, yeah, Juice World killed it. Uh, definitely a lot of, like, dark lyrics, but it was, it was, still, it was, it was still cool. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, a recent feature from Lil Wayne on Sinister on Cordae. This is, like, a, another single. For today's uh, upcoming album, Birds in the, I was gonna say Birds in the Trap, Bur- from a point from a bird's eye view, from a boy's point of view, basically. So yeah, another hot Wayne feature, feature, nothing to expect, uh, nothing crazy to expect, but this is definitely one of uh, one of his best of the year. So I had to put it here. Ramen OJ, Lil Baby killed it. I like the instrumental. Joyner Lucas and Lil Baby wasn't a collab that I expect uh <clears throat> excuse me, that I didn't expect, but it worked it worked pretty well in my opinion, so I did enjoy it. Mind of a Melvin, uh Lil Uzi Vert killed it. Definitely was a big fan of this one. I wasn't a huge fan of the of the Melly album, but this was a definitely a standout. Scatterbrain by JID. I wanted to put this in the top ten, and honestly, this could definitely be in the top ten, but I don't know. Uh, it's still a great feature though. Definitely one of the best. Um, Miss the Rage, obviously Trippy Red and Playboy Cardi. Cardi killed this shit, man. That Rage sample, that Rage energy. Come on, Cardi basically embodies that. Even though this is Trippy Red's album, he bodied this shit for real. Repeat it from the little new Tekka album, but this is Gunna who did who was a feature on the song. Gunna's one of the best features. In a couple of years, honestly, you know, recently, I, 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 I actually was a big fan of, the, of this uh, feature. I don't think the song is too crazy, but I did like Gunna's uh, part on the song. So and it adds on to it pretty well. And he shows a little bit of energy. He doesn't really, you know, sound so lazy or anything too crazy. So it was 
it was decent enough for me to put on the here. Bad Boy uh, from Young Thug. It was actually a pretty enjoyable tr track. The beat is hard as fuck. Young Thug fit chemistry with Juice World. Uh, you know, wish we could have got more Juice World and Young Thug collabs. Industry Baby and uh, Lil Nas X. But the feature was Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow, I think at first, I was only a fan of 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 the hook, the beat, definitely, and of Jack Harlow's uh, verse. And pretty much it. I wasn't a big fan of Lil Nas X verse, nor even the music video, because the music video was kind of weird. But, uh, you know, definitely grew on me. This is a huge banger. This is a huge banger. This is one of the biggest songs of the year, and Jack Harlow made it a reason. Um, He was a big reason why this song was popular. I mean, of course, Lil Nas X is 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 a, is a crazy individual in himself, and the man knows how to get the world uh, on his shoulders. But I think Jack Carlow presented himself with this song, and I mean, he became massive, getting a lot of streams, and you know, from his own music and from his old fans. So, yeah, big for him, and big for I mean, big for both of them. This was definitely one of the biggest bangers of the year. Jesus Lord. Uh, J Electronica off of Kanye West's Donda. This is also another top 10 feature that I could have put, but I, it's just too long. Like, I love the song and the message is incredible. And one of Kanye's most personal and like deepest songs, but it's just too long, man. It's just too long. And I, it's like 12 minutes long. Like, I mean, Runaway is a masterpiece and it's damn near 10 minutes long, but at least. It's consistent, you know, and at least from a part of the production, which is, is obviously going to sound incredible. The production here isn't too crazy, even though it was still good. It, I mean, again, I will never say Kanye West has bad production because that that doesn't happen. That's never happened. But it's just too long. That That's that's probably that's probably the only reason why I didn't even put it on the time. It was just way too fucking long. Uh, seeing Green. Off of Nicki Minaj's newest single from her back, oh, uh, from her old mixtape, um, what was it called again? I forgot what the fuck was the mixtape called again. Jesus, damn. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Seeing Green, uh, which featured Lil Wayne and Drake. This is a huge song this year. Um, at least in my rotation, I heard this song so much, and uh, obviously my most listened to Nicki Minaj song this year beat me up scotty that's what the mixtape was called sorry sorry that i forgot the name of it for a second so it was off to that but it was actually a new version it was a new song so this was an, an old uh this was an old song from our old remix but this is great production one of the best beats of the year great uh sample from lauren hill and not lauren hill it was uh, some uh, it was another r&b artist but it wasn't lauren hill um yeah, Drake carried this. Not carried this. He pretty much bodied this. Lil Wayne also bodied this. But I think Lil Wayne definitely did it a little bit different. I think he did a little bit different. Bash Money, Lil Wayne, once again. This is like his third or fourth appearance here. But again, he's 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 just been an incredible feature run this year. Bash Money was nothing too different. Wasting Time, this is a Brent Fires and Drake collab this is a pretty decent song in my opinion i didn't i didn't enjoy it when it came out during the summer drake pretty much took off on this song going and then finally my last honorable mention is fair trade and then the feature is obviously travis scott this is travis scott's best feature this entire year and um yeah so i had to put it here now let's get into the top 10 let's get at number 10 and we got a motherfucking My Life with 21 Savage. Twenty. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold the fuck up. I messed up on something. Actually, My Life was supposed to be a honorable mention. But I actually pull it at the top 11 on my... Whatever, you know what? I'm going to just say top 11 even though it's supposed to be top 10. Whatever, top 11. <laughs> we have My Life. 21 Savage and Murray. I love both of them on the song. But 21 Savage's verse was too good. Had to put it here. And My Life is one of my favorite songs of the year, so I had to put it there. At number 10, we have Nobody uh, with Lauren Hill and Nas. So Lauren Hill, this was her first feature in God knows how many fucking years. And she killed it. 
to, to just put it quite simply, she bodied it. Um, just pretty much drove in and did what she was, you know, what she's been doing for the past 20 fucking years. But could have put out more, but unfortunately, you know, with only two albums that she's ever dropped, we never could have seen enough. But it don't matter, man. Her impact is still there. And, and you know, even though it's been years since she's been on a feature on any song, holy shit, she comes back and drops a top 10 feature of the year. Just just a goaded artist. And without a doubt, the greatest female rapper ever. And just, just you know, it just kind of feels like... It shouldn't even be a debate at this point, but anyways. And number nine, Seeing Green. This time, Lil Wayne's verse. So I just mentioned it a couple minutes ago with Drake bodying his verse. But Lil Wayne even spiced it up a little bit more. God fucking damn, he killed it. He absolutely killed it on this one. He just fucking killed this song. It was incredible experience. So yeah, gotta give it to Wayne. And number eight, surprisingly... I have Young Boy, NBA Young Boy, with What's Your Name on the Tyler the Creator Project. This was actually a really, really, really fun project. One of the best albums of the year. And What's Your Name was one of the biggest songs off the album. I think it was the most streamed song. And probably the most unexpected feature or collaboration I expected was Young Boy and Tyler. But Youngboy actually delivered on this song. He really went he really went in this song. He really put his soul into this shit. He really sang that chorus great. He really sang his part very good. And he kind of rapped and sang at the same time, switching it up consistently. It was great. And obviously the production behind it just made him sound even better. So goddamn, Youngboy did his thing. Young boy did his thing. Okay, so I'm a dumbass. That was actually number seven. So my life was number 10. Nobody was number nine. Seeing green is number... uh, What the fuck? Is number eight. And then what's your name is number seven. Correction. Because I actually put top 11. But I see on my list that I don't even have a number seven. And so that's why I fucked up. Because my dumbass doesn't know how to properly list shit. But anyways, now we're in the top six. At number six, Pure Souls on Donda, Roddy Rich. Holy fucking shit. Roddy Rich killed it on this song. Fucking killed it. Just I'm speechless. Just fucking killed it. And this was this is better performance that he put out throughout the whole year. Throughout the whole damn year. Because he didn't have anything like this on uh, on his new album, Live Life Fast. This was something that I thought Roddy Rich would sound great on, especially following those melodies that he had on uh, Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial, and he really killed it with that. But damn, on Pure Souls, he just proved it even more. And it just got me super excited for the project that eventually was just massively disappointing. But goddamn, it was still a very, very good song. I really loved this song. And Roddy Rich has added so much to it. And number five, I have Wants and Needs. This is Drake and Lil Baby. Lil Baby being the feature off of the Scary Hours 2 EP that Drake dropped back in March of 2021. This was one of my most uh, streamed songs of the year. I had this song on repeat and repeat and repeat all of this year. And the reason, the main reason why is because of Lil Fucking Baby. It's insane how his flow continued to switch up. And f- I mean, he his breath control on the song was incredible. He just couldn't stop. He was just rapping and rapping and rapping. He just couldn't stop. He was really feeling it that day when he was writing this shit. So obviously, just bodied it. And you know, this is definitely one of uh, this is definitely one of the best uh, features of the year, just kind of because of how popular and also just how big it became um, from. A huge standout of what Lil Baby's been on. I mean, he's been on a future run for so many times. So many songs he's been featured in the last handful of years. So, But this one is a huge standout out of all of them. So, gotta give it to Lil Baby there. At number four, I got Family Ties. 
Kendrick Lamar. This was Kendrick Lamar's first feature um, in probably two years, three years almost. Um, I don't remember him being any features last year in 2020. Um, and in 2019, I think he was on a couple songs. I just cannot remember from the top of my head. But anyways, Kendrick Lamar's first feature in God knows how many you know years or whatever. Holy shit, he, he carried. He fucking bodied. He just... Did I say carried? I'm so fucking stupid. You know I don't mad carried. Why do I always refer to being... Why do I refer to for it to have like a great verse to automatically mean it's being carried? Obviously, that's not the case. Family Ties is one of the best songs of the year. Nobody got carried on this song, but either way. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar killed it on this on this feature. There's no way there's no other way to put it. That's 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 it. Just quit it. Just put it quite simply. And uh Hot Wind Blows at number three, Lil Wayne. Holy shit. Incredible. Definitely fucking incredible. Nothing else to say. Off the grid as number two. Five oh four. And this is probably the most unexpected feature on this entire list. How the hell did I think five oh four was gonna have the second biggest the second best feature of the entire year, in my opinion. When Fabio Four and I barely couldn't even get into his music. He had some decent songs, decent features, but he isn't a rapper that I'm out here like praising for that much. He ain't a rapper that I'm like consistently listening to his music and shit, but when I was a jet, I was low key. Shout out to the supporters that wrote me full workout and I go to sleep. Those three just... And after that, the rest is history. After those three lines right there, the rest was fucking history. He absolutely drilled... No pun intended because it's a drill song. Drilled this fucking song heavily. I mean, holy shit. It was, it was, it was a huge moment of the entire year. I was just completely shocked. I was like, what the fuck? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Is this, is this nigga serious? This is, a, this is the big drip. This is the big drip rapper, and he's on the first of all he's on the Kanye West album. That's that's big, big enough in its own, and the man happens to have probably the best, biggest feature, biggest biggest verse of the year, biggest best song of the year, best feature, and probably the one of the best songs of the year, equally. That's fucking incredible. He sold his he sold his fucking soul to create this damn feature, in my opinion. God damn. I'm kidding, bro. I don't believe in that, any of that fucking selling your soul shit. But you, you got what I mean? Like, he must have done something to get just to get his spit. I, I want to know what motivated Fabio Foreign to just go off on that. I mean, it had to be because he's working with Kanye. I mean, come on. Like, he had to think of just, he had to think of the craziest shit. He had to impress Kanye. So he was like, fuck it. And, then, and he went for two minutes in. He basically did two verses, pretty much. And he just took over. Took over. I mean, and Kanye did great, of course, and, and played with Cardi as well. But goddamn, Fabio just did his fucking thing. He murdered this song. It just added a, such a such an incredible fit to the song. And goddamn, Kanye knew what the hell he was doing. And Fabio, just a fucking genius. Just a G to, to, just to put this out there. Goddamn it. One of the best features of the year. One of the best features I've heard in a while. But... For it to be number one, it had it only had to it only had to happen if this song was actually never was released. And this is obviously off of Donda Deluxe, and it's obviously Life of the Party from Andre Three Thousand. And goddamn, Andre Three Thousand, who also hasn't been who hasn't gave us a verse in a while, gives us another verse where you could say. I don't know how the fuck this man has never missed on a verse. And after not dropping an album in years, he could still make incredible feature. Incredible. Just nothing else to say, man. This is this is just fucking incredible. Just 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 incredible. Just holy shit. Life of the party, the lyrics, the 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 storytelling, the production. And Andre just really just fits for that. He really is a great feature artist. He just really puts a lot into what he writes, obviously. And 
fits it in. And even if it's just a, a feature, it feels like he just tops it off because he just stays focused on it. But just doesn't just doesn't go out. It it, it I don't know, man. Like he he goes off in a different way. He doesn't go off in a crazy like flow or different patterns or anything like that. But he goes crazy with the lyrics. Obviously, one of the best storytelling rappers of all time, and also the the the, the meaning behind the lyrics, of course, value as well. But just uh, just the delivery as well. The way he delivered it too was was another part of why this song was was one of the best songs after the whole Donda album. This is probably the best song off of Donda, but it's hard, man. It's hard for me to pick. I mean. Fucking bangers like Off The Grid. Pure Souls is my favorite. Uh, believe what I say is also a, a new banger. But again, it's not better than Life of the Party. I mean, Come To Life. People are enjoying that song as well. Like, it's so many. It's so many songs that are really, you know, on that Donda album that are just huge standouts. But, God damn it, Life of the Party is one of the best songs of the year. And you could expect it easily on, on, on my top 10 of my uh, best songs of the year for sure. So just anticipate it. Maybe not number one. It might be number one. might be number two. I don't know. I have to create the rankings for it. I already have the list of the best songs, but I have to basically rank them into the top 10 or top 15 order. Because goddamn, there were so many this year. There were so many this year, but I definitely got to put that together. But Life of the Party, Andre 3000 is my favorite Rap feature of 2021. He wins best rap feature of the year. And also, I'm going to do that award show thing on the 30th or the 31st. So the, on that Thursday or Friday, I will definitely be getting to work on that uh, episode. I'm still making up some of the categories. But I'll be working on that throughout the week. And then Thursday or Friday, I'll officially release it. So yeah. Those are best rap features. It took me half an hour to talk about just the features. God damn it, I need to hurry the fuck up because I have to get to other things. Alright, so those were the best rap features, blah, blah, blah. Here we are now in the top biggest moments of 2021 in hip-hop. So I'm not going to go too crazy or, or elaborate too much on each thing, but one of the best things of the year is to kind of just think about what the hell happened in hip-hop, and a lot happened. I mean, first we got... Tyler's return to rapping. So obviously, Call Me If You Get Lost is his first rap album since probably Wolf um, in 2013. Because he pretty much experimented on Cherry Bomb. 2017, Flower Boy wasn't really too much uh, rap. And then 2019, Igor definitely wasn't really aesthetically rap as much as uh, Call Me If You Get Lost was. And so he just basically went back in his bag and kind of took what he used to do. And also wanted to do what a lot of people started liking his music when he did more of his singing and stuff. Or a lot of his more deeper production. And he put both on an album and did great. Balancing the rapping and the singing together on this album. And it was just, it was a masterpiece. So that was another huge thing. Uh, the Donda rollout, obviously you just can't forget that. I mean, that rollout with the, all the listening parties, with the delay of the concert... Uh, not the concert, the delay of the album release, the whole thing that it, we had to add Jay-Z now on the album. So it's going to be delayed until next month in July, August or whatever. Uh, you're, you know, it's, it's just all the madness that you had between the listening parties and the snippets and even the leaked songs and then coming back and then removing, adding features, the track. It was incredible. It was a lot going on. And a lot of people were just like, just drop the fucking album. And I was getting fed up at some point. But damn, it just built more hype. And it just, well, guess what it did? One of the best albums of the year. And obviously with that as well, the very next week, CLB dropped. And the Donda versus CLB battle was insane. Who wanted to sell more? Drake, Kanye. These two were beefing at the time. And so they just needed to go off on each other. And basically, who sells more? Which album is better? Blah, blah, blah. Every Drake and... Every Drake and Kanye fan were just in each other's asses, <laughs> you know, debating on which... Uh, no, CLB better, Donda better, whatever. It was fucking annoying, but it definitely was a big thing on the year. Kendrick's return on, obviously, Family Ties and Range Brothers. You know, Baby Keem dropped his debut studio album, so obviously we kind of expected Kendrick Lamar to be on it, knowing that Kendrick is obviously uh, a cousin of Baby Keem. 
And so returning, man, and, and dropping one of the hottest verses of the year and one of the hottest songs of the year on Family Ties. And also with his top of the morning, top of the morning delivery and, uh, you know, song. And his trolling and his hard rapping on two different songs, the two different sides of Kendrick on these two songs on that album. Incredible. Him returning was a big thing. Also, unexpected features, like I said, Blueface on Outside. I mean, fucking obviously Fabio Foreign on uh, Off the Grid. Those were just two of them. There's been a lot of other unexpected features that you would think, huh, they're just probably going to like make the song worse or just kind of make it feel mid or anything. Instead, they made it 10 times better. So, yeah. Eminem and Nas collaboration. I mean, they haven't collabed in like decades. It's been decades. And, of course, they collaborated on EPMD 2 on the new King's Disease album. Um, you know, it was it was a great collaboration. Definitely one of my favorite songs of the year as well. The Lauryn Hill feature was another thing. I mean, also hasn't ha been on a feature in years. So, had to put that out there. J. Cole rollout. The whole rollout with him dropping the album. He dropped the freestyle two days before. He was at the LA Leakers freestyle, dropping one of the best freestyles I've seen forever. Um, and then after dropping the album, he, you know, started planning for the tour and then went to fucking Africa to play basketball in Rwanda. He scored like, what, like 10 points or some shit in like three, four games. He came off the bench and then went back to America. And then a couple months later, started tour in September. And then he came to Miami to start off the tour. And that was the concert that I went to this year. So I was lucky to see this motherfucker live. And that concert was one of the best days of my fucking life. So guess what? This J. Cole rollout was goaded as a motherfucker. And I definitely enjoyed it. So yeah. So yeah. And uh, what else? We have a couple more things here. Oh, the Free Larry Hoover concert, obviously. The Drake and Kanye concert that happened a couple weeks ago. It was an amazing experience for me, who's a fan of both of these artists. And as a massive fan and a huge inspiration from Kanye West and from Drake, like seeing these two motherfuckers in a concert performing together, even after the whole Donda versus CLB and them competing and beefing just months before, get it reuniting and just, and just, you know, performing in front of all the fans. It was in a great experience. I wish I was there, but holy shit, just watching it on TV got me, you know, in a, in a good mood to just, you know, sing along and, and just vibe. So it was a great experience as well. And the CLB cover. It was a huge moment. Because god damn that cover was a curse to the album. I'm convinced that that curse from that cover basically just set up the tone of the album. Essentially. I'm not going to say CLB was pathetic, fucking garbage, trash. But I can't be too surprised that when, when you have an album cover like that. You could kind of expect that you could kind of see that an album is not going in the right direction. You what you get what I mean? But I still was like, no, maybe the album cover is bad, but that has nothing to do with the music. So maybe I shouldn't just focus on that. And even though there was a lot of great songs that I love on CLB again, it wasn't the most consistent album. And I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it a, a little bit later. And then obviously the Super Bowl lineup that we're gonna have. In uh in February with Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Dr. Drake, Kendrick Lamar. God damn, that is a fucking stacked up list that we're gonna be having performing. Uh I think also Snoop Dogg is performing as well. My god. All these hip-hop acts are gonna be performing on the same stage at the Super Bowl next year. Um and even though we haven't obviously seen them perform yet, just even looking at them, confirming that they're going to be perform, they're they're going to be performing next year at the Super Bowl, it was just kind of like a big wow moment. We're just like, holy shit! It was a big, big, big win for them. All right, so let's get into best hooks of the year. I'm gonna have to speed past this because holy shit, I do not think I have enough time to go all over this. All right, best rap hooks. So we have rap star. Polo G, Callin' My Phone, Lil TJ, Ski Young Thug, Street Runner, Rod Wave, Waukesha, Moneybag Yo, Way Too Sexy, 
Future, 2055, Sleepy Hollow, Every Chance That I Get, Baby and Dirk and DJ Khaled, whatever. Knock Knock, So Fago, Escape Plan, Travis Scott, Mafia, Travis Scott, Not In The Mood, Lil TJ, Fair Trade, Drake, Late At Night, Roddy Rich, and How It Feels, Baby and Dirk. Okay, so in my top 10, in my top 10, this is what I got. So number 10, I have You Write, Doja Cat, and number 9, Moon, Kanye West, or Don Tolliver. Number 8, Back in Blood, Pushaisty. So you can definitely know that I it, the song definitely grew on me. Uh, number 7, Mr. Raid, Shippy Red. Great hook. Number 6, Knife Talk, 21 Savage, 21 Savage Body Did. Number 5, Amari, J. Cole, Body Did. Number 4, Good For You, Olivia Rodrigo, Body Did. Number three, My Life, Murray, bodied it. Number two, Industry Baby, Lil Nas X. It was just so catchy that I had to put it on this list. And I guess number two maybe isn't the best ranking for it, but it was definitely one of the best, one of the best hooks of the year and one of the catchiest. But one that couldn't even get out of my fucking head was Smoking Out the Window, Bruno Mars. And that was a hook right there. God damn. I as soon as I heard that for the first time, it was stuck in my head for days, for weeks, for months. And now that I just sang the hook again, I'm gonna listen to it again and it's gonna stick in my head. So basically, pretty much all of these hooks right here, especially smoking out the window, have been on my head rent-free. And the honorable mentions, you could also kind of say they were living in my head rent-free, but they kind of moved out, they kind of got evicted. So, so they just, you know, they just left because they were kicked out. But these top 10, these, these hooks were just stuck in my head and they just couldn't, they just couldn't escape. That you right, right, and I, I, my life is all I had, good for you. Like all, like it just, it just stuck in your head. I missed a body catcher. It just sticks in your head. Can't see a damn thing if it ain't guap. I never fall out with the bros. Just, just, all of it, all of it is just sticking in my head. Come get it back in blood. All right, let me shut the fuck up, please. So yeah, those were the best rap, uh, best hooks in general. Not just rap, best hooks of 2021, period. Now let's get into best rap features. Features. What the fuck am I doing? Best rap beats. Best rap beats. I have to create the, the, the best of the best, but... I didn't rank them specifically in any order because that's pretty much damn near impossible to rank beats. I don't rank beats, but fuck it. Here are the best beats of 2021. What's your name? Tyler the Creator. Shoot My Shot, IDK. AP, Pop Smoke. <clears throat> I Believed It, Ty Dolla Sign, Mac Miller, and uh, Division. Big Boss Rabbit, Freddie Gibbs. Off the Grid, Kanye West. Eastern Miami, Kodak Black. Flamers Flow, Meek Mill. Straightening Migos, Pride is the Devil, J. Cole, When Tony Met Sosa, Benny the Butcher, Lemon Pepper Freestyle, Drake, God My Judge, Logic, Scatterbrain Conway, Death Row East Nas, Headshots, Isaiah Rashad, holy shit, a fucking amazing beat. This is one of my favorite beats of the year. Tell Em Snot, Hot Wind Blows, Tyler Creator, Moments Nas, another fantastic beat. I love this one as well. This is up there as one of the best ones of the year. Amari, J. Cole, Seeing Green, Nicki Minaj, another amazing beat. Applying Pressure, J. Cole, Sorry Not Sorry, DJ Khaled, uh, Industry Baby, Lil Nas X, they took a day trip, and Kanye produced this, incredible. Family Ties, another fucking amazing beat. Lumberjack, Tyler, the creator, uh, what else? Mr. Ray, Shippy Red, another great beat. Knife Talk, Drake, TSU, Drake, Fair Trade, Drake. Burn, Juice World, Knock Knock, Sofago, 200 Pies, Conway the Machine, another amazing beat. Believe What I Say, Kanye West, fantastic fucking beat as well. What You Need, Don Tolliver, 30, Pop Smoke, Wants and Needs, Drake, and then Drugs and Hella Melodies, Don Tolliver. So those are the ones that I got into my head. Those are the ones that I was like, yeah, these are the best rap beats of the year. Look, I, I'm not saying that I have every single beat here. That was amazing because there's a lot of other great beats. But these are the ones that, you know, got in my head. The ones that I instantly think of this year. So 
I just put them down, kept thinking, kept thinking. I could definitely be missing some, but I came to a conclusion these are the ones. And none of these are ranked. These are no particular order. I just list them off. When I do my awards show, then I'll I'll have to pick which was the best beat, even though it's damn near impossible. But I'll do that in final conclusion in the in the future episode where I make the awards show shit. So those were the best rap beats of 2021. Now let's go to best music videos of 2021. This could go to all genres. All genres. Okay. So Bad Boy with Juice World and Young Thug. Durag Activity with Baby Keem, Travis Scott. Kanye Crazy, Lil Dirk. This is a Cole Bennett music video, Lyrical Lemonade music video. Great in um, Lil Dirk um, music video. Basically in, in a song, you know, getting inspired from Kanye. Montero, this was a highly controversial music video, but holy shit, it was still a great music video. The whole aesthetic behind it, the whole cinematography. Blows your fucking mind. It just blows your fucking mind. You watch that video, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to forget that that was that video. That's what happened in that video. Um, Late at night, Roddy Rich. I do like a lot of the scenes on it, so definitely up there. Amari, J. Cole. Uh, Sky Playboy Cardi was a cool music video. I like the the green, the green effect of of just the whole music video, pretty much. Even though it should have been red, cause I mean, whole lot of red, like just kind of fits. But anyways, Mr. Rage, uh, by Trippy Red and Playboy Cardi, uh, Don't Go Yet, by Camila Cabello. The music video was actually pretty good. I, I, I really do enjoy the song as well. It could be up there as one of my top songs of the year. Uh, we're good. Dua Lipa, another great music video where she basically survives the damn Titanic at the end, which is uh something that's a flex if you you know if you survive the Titanic because unfortunately what happened that day uh it didn't turn out to be that great. So anyways, Streets uh, Doja Cat visually was great and she looked fucking amazing. So uh, best friend with Doja Cat and Sweetie. They're best friends. And they did best friend things in the music video. And they both were hot. So guess what? They're good enough to be in this music video. I wasn't a big fan of the song. But the music video was good. Another song that I wasn't a big fan of. But the music video was good as fuck. Up by Cardi B. If it's up then it's stuck. One of the worst hooks of the year. One of the worst hit songs of the year in my opinion. But goddamn, the music video was still pretty good. Gotta get it up there. Good for you. One of the best music videos. Top three music video of the year. Good for you. I love this music video so much. Stay. <clears throat> Justin Bieber, Kid Leroy, Wild Side with Normani, Cardi B, Lumberjack, Tyler, the Creator, <clears throat> Transparent Soul. Great music video Um, by Willow Smith and Travis Barker, Industry Baby, Lil Nas X, and Jack Carlo. Brutal. It's getting brutal out here. Olivia Rodrigo, Deja Vu, Olivia Rodrigo, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat, Need to Know, Doja Cat, Woman Doja Cat, Take My Breath, The Weeknd, You Write, Doja Cat, and The Weeknd, and that's that's pretty much it. Those are, those are the ones that I've come up with for best music videos of 2021. Uh, good For You, Woman, or actually not, not Woman, uh, Kiss Me More. You write Montero, Industry Baby, and maybe uh, I like the Bad Boy music video a lot too. God damn, that's pretty good too. Shit, I I don't know. Uh, the take my taking my breath was a cool music video, but I don't know if it's one of it's a up one of the best streets. Like a lot of Doja Cat, a lot of Olivia, Lil Nas X, they pretty much had the best music videos. Uh, Doja Cat. Uh, Lil Nas X, uh, Olivia Rodrigo, even Cardi B. Goddamn, fucking Cardi B and Sweetie even. Um, Playboy Cardi had a couple. J. Cole had a couple. Juice World, Baby Kim had a couple. Oh, Family Ties. Fuck, I could have put Family Ties for best music video as well. Whatever, bro. Uh, uh, off the grid, if it had a music video, then I would have put that there. But, you know, that, that don't count. Come to Life? Does that consider? Like, it, it is a, there is a music video to Come to Life. So, you know what? I'll put Come to Life as well. So, yeah, come to life. Those are pretty much that for best music videos. 
Um, are we almost done here? God damn. We still got like one more thing. Okay, so I have two more things that I was going to do for today's episode, but I guess I'll just have to wrap it up after we do Worst Songs of 2021. So we wrap up with Worst Songs of 2021, and then for the next episode, we continue on with everything else. So Worst Songs. I did not rank any of these songs, but I'm going to have to rank them at some point for the awards show episode. Throat Baby with the baby, um, um, City Girls and the the other dude. I don't even remember his name. Shitty ass song, fucking trash. Uh, Up by Cardi B. Wasn't a big fan of that one. Miss for me. Body by Megan Thee Stallion. The hook was fucking awful. Teen X. Playboy Cardi. This is the only song off a whole lot of red that makes my makes my ears want to fucking bleed. Even though. The vocals aren't too different from a lot of other songs off the album, but I just find it painfully annoying. So, yeah, I, I just can't take that one. Uh, Como Te Ama from that YXL Slime Language 2 album. I don't even know who made this song. It was just someone from the album, someone from the damn label. But um, I think a female artist was, uh, I think was the one doing. Yeah, I just don't remember, but I heard this song and I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, I could also put superstars in there from the from the album, but I kind of did meme a little bit. Everybody wanna be a superstar. Get a lot of money, drive fancy cars. I'm not gonna lie, it was it wasn't that it wasn't too bad, but it was still a shitty ass song. So I gotta put it here. Vibes by Christine Rock. So I didn't even I don't even know who the fuck she is, but she's supposedly signed to Blueface's label, and I remember watching Prime Aiden Ross. Back all the way in April of 2021, and I think she was on a she was on a stream with Blueface and Aiden, and uh, found out I don't know I I I watched the stream live, didn't know who the fuck she was. Found out she made music, and then after I watched the stream, Aiden whatever blah blah blah. Then she she didn't like Aiden. Bunch of shit. YouTube recommends me, her her music. And I'm like, oh, she makes music. Oh, okay, fine. I'll check it out, I guess. Blue, whatever. I get. I got nothing else better to watch. Fuck it, whatever. Let me just wa- watch the song, watch the music video. Okay, so the music video is eh. But the song, holy shit. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, Blueface, um... So people are disrespecting you. If people think Blueface is trash, if people are saying that you're trash, Blueface, um, you just you you can't really be too sure of yourself because that's not true. Essentially, um, you the people that you sign in your label, for example, her Chris 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 Sean Rock Christine Rock, um, yeah. Holy shit was fucking garbage. Alright, Daywalker, MGK, shitty ass song, Big Hose by Lil Pump. I didn't even know this song dropped. No, that I even knew that Lil Pump even dropped the damn project with Ronnie J. Until I went on YouTube and found out that this was one of the worst songs of 2021. That I think I was watching like what, uh, some hip hop YouTube channel. And fucking found out that he dropped this song. And I heard the song because the beat was kind of cool. But obviously it was a little pump, so I was like, I'm not gonna have high expectations on this one. But he was so off key, so off flow. He was like, bitch, get her mouth with the breast open. And I got her legs some shit like the ocean. I was like, what the fuck? Oh man, this was so fucking garbage. It was so fucking garbage. It wasn't even Lil Pump's of uh, of song. It was some feature he was on. Uh Big Brr by Coyle Ray. I will never do that again. I'm sorry. Big Purr from Coyle Ray and uh, Pooh Shiesty. It was big on TikTok. Wasn't a fan of this one. This was just a shitty, shitty song. Red Light, Green Light with the 1979 uh, type beat. George Washington type beat right here. Uh, Red Light, Green Light. (laughs) Funny ass instrumental. Goofy. Goofy. Silly. Disgusting, weird, 
fucking uh fa- someone I, I i forgot i was watching a youtube channel talking about the song people were like described people were making memes of how this how the beat sounded like or whatever and like what did it sound like and people were saying george washington type beat uh what I, what i just said and i think someone said like fisher price toy type beat and i started fucking laughing bro the instrumentals is one of the weirdest shit i've ever heard in my fuck what is that that was one of the like that's not like how are you gonna rap how are you gonna be? Like it's it's hard to take the baby seriously sometimes. I'm convinced. How are you gonna be called the baby and perceived as a nice guy, but also as a gangster and someone you don't fuck with? But then you go in the studio and you rap a song with that silly ass fucking beat. Come on, man! It was really just the beat that made me hate the song. It was it was just the the beat. Like holy shit, bro! Nah, man, not it. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the beat being ass, uh, Big Paper on the DJ Khaled album, except there was Cardi B that just did bad. It felt like the beat was escaping, <laughs> uh, from, from what Cardi, like, Cardi B sounded so off flow on the song. It just sounded so fucking weird. It was mixed horribly, too. Just goddamn was fucking trash. Over the top by Smiley. Drake pretty much saved that portion that he's on the song, but everything else, oh my god, Smiley. Easily one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. One of the worst before. I don't I don't understand how Drake actually signed this man to his label. I will never understand that. This man was moaning, basically. Co- like complaining and moaning on the mic. He was just like, huh? Baby, I'm going to the top. Something a bit of a block. I run to shoot up the block. Uh, like, bro, this man is getting fucking bam. Fucking piped. Holy shit, man. What is what, what was he doing when he was recording that shit? Was he getting fucking fingered or something? Was he getting his ass fingered or some shit? What the fuck? Was he getting a man's head, bro? What was he doing? He just sounds so weird. Bro, stop. Stop. Sound fucking awful, man. This man was getting... I don't know if this man was probably drunk, high, and got fucked. He got fucked. He didn't fuck a girl. He got fucked. He's the one that got fucked. He's the one moaning, so he's the one got fucked. So, I don't know, bro. Or maybe you're you just I don't know nutting because you're on your 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 Drake because you know Drake is gonna be on the song I don't know bro, I just don't know I don't know know what got you thinking this is this is gonna work, why this should work well oh I'm gonna I sound perfect I sound good enough to be on this, on this song like my vocals are perfect that this is gonna be on the final cut of the song what the fuck, god damn man nah just no, just just no. 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 Like the Kendrick Lamar meme. No. Like, fuck out of here. No, man. One of the worst songs of the year. Holy shit. Uh, one of the best songs on this list, but definitely still a very bad song. Girls Want Girls with, Lil ba- with Drake and Lil Baby. After What They Dropped was a banger. And Wants and Needs in March of 2020, CLB came out. Girls Want Girls, another Lil Baby and Drake collab. I'm expecting something big, too. Like, damn, this is the moment. If Wants and Needs wasn't on the damn album, and we got another Drake and uh, and Lil Baby, you know, song on the album, shit, this is about to be heat. This is about to be fire. Said you was a lesbian girl. Me too. Yeah, girls want girls want girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl want girls, yeah. And you just got into Miami in your bedroom. Like, bro, what the fuck? Oh, man. She like eating pussy. I'm like, me too. <laughs> oh, God. It was a fucking mess. And it's a disappointment, bro. And the, and the instrumental is just, it's just nothing crazy. Like, one of the most boringest songs on the album. This is a snooze fest to listen to. This is one of the songs that I just absolutely shit on from CLB. I cannot say that about TSU because I fucking love that song. Or Knife Talk because the hook Get stuck in my head. Fair trade was a banger. Champagne poetry, the production, the storytelling was great. 
So many songs I could defend on this album, but goddamn, Girls Want Girls. You know what? I didn't put fucking fans on this list, but fuck it. I'm just going to add it. Fucking fans is also on this list. Holy shit, a snooze fest. My God. Like, why did you end your album like that, Drake? Why did you end your album like that? I really don't know, but goddamn, that was a horrible way to end the album. But Jesus. There. And then probably the final... Oh, wait, I have two more, actually. I'm an island boy from Fly Soldier. The two island boy dudes who are just the biggest memes, pretty much, of 2021. Or at least from TikTok. Because I'm an island boy. Shut the fuck up. Like, respectfully, just shut the fuck up. Okay, and <laughs> and so finally, the worst song of 2021. 21. Probably on this list. This is probably the worst song on the list. Soul Train by YB and Omnia. You, you kind of expected it. You kind of expected it. I actually had it at the very top. That's the first song that I put on the list. But I just went all the way through. And just decided to go all the way back up. Just to talk about this last. So in one minute. A little less than one minute. Because I got to hurry the fuck up before this episode cuts out. Soul Train, one of the worst songs of the year. One of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. The vocal performances was fucking atrocious. YBN Amir was on some drugs dropping this song. He, I don't know, he just put whatever did in one take. He wanted to make a song that was basically like a pop song. A mix of a pop song with like a, a funk groove or whatever. Does not have any soulful production. And just didn't feel like he was doing too much. If he gave you all his love. You know? But he didn't give us any of his fucking love. He just gave us fucking dog shit album. And this is the pinnacle of the dog shit album. This dog shit ass song. Fuck this song. Fuck all of these songs. I will see you guys in the next. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode. See you guys in a bit. Take care. Peace out.